0: What's good, what's good, what's good? It's your boy, Holla. Welcome back to an episode of uh, Keep It Going Podcast. It's been a while, I've been on these guys, you know, talk about anything and everything. Been quite busy lately, a lot of shit going on. Uh, my last episode was about basically a fundraiser for those affected by government shutdown. Um, I wish to give you guys a little insight real quick on that one. I managed to raise, roughly, i say about... $800, uh, more proceeds were given to TSA agents um, in the form of gift cards, you know, to help them put food on the table for their family or for themselves. So if you had two in last, give me a donation. I appreciate you a whole lot. You know, um, it was a great turnout. And I was glad to be a part of that, and actually get it done. But up to speed though, um, like I said, it's been a minute. It's been a long minute, you know. I'll sit down with you guys and gave me the, just everything going on around me, you know, and put uh, you guys waiting on your on your advice about shit I probably should do or shouldn't do things of that nature, you know, but it's been rough um, for the most part, you know, um, being home out of work for the past roughly going on probably five months, Um, and uh, on top of that, you know, the constant running around. Of course, being the father, you know, my daughter basketball games, you know, and um, helping her get ready for her games and practice and things like that. But before I even get into anything else, let me first give them a shout out because you know, they had a, a season that was supposed to be, well, I assumed it would be something crazy and epic, and I was right. You know, they came a long way as fourth graders, you know, and these girls played their heart out from day one. Once they started to gel together, you know, at the end of the season, they lost semi-playoff, semi-finals, should I say, before championship. But guess a team that I was told that has never lost or has not lost a championship at all ever. You know, they've always won every one, and they played them in the regular season, and they lost. And, you know, it was a downer for them, also for me. If you are a parent and your kids are into CYO sports, such as basketball, you know how intense the games really are. You know, I always say it's a lot better than watching um, these athletes on TV, you know, do anything, thing. But kids are just way different, you know. And um, they lost the uh, championship regular season. But they coached them into a tournament during the spring break. And um, they played the same team again. And they lost them again. But they played them for a third time in the tournament of the championship. And when I tell you the sudden um weight off of my shoulders and the rest of the parents that were there to see these little girls come back from such a crazy deficit to win by one point was just amazing you know and i'm still high on life from that moment alone because it was just amazing you know and um, it, it's a great thing so shout out to them you know St. Sebastian um, these girls they, they did great you know I applaud them my daughter did great I applaud her as well you know she's a major key to the team as well and, and I, I just I love what she did you know she shot me a lot you know so seeing my child experience something that great at her age only gives her and her teammates that bigger picture that we can get more done and do more and so on and so forth you know so with that i'm I'm just i'm i'm beyond happy you know so it is what it is with that um moving forward Let me say, um, I was saying before, you know, it's, it's been a bit rough for me, you know, and, um, I'm slowly getting back on my feet. Uh, I've been doing polls on Instagram, which you can catch me at, keeping it going podcasts on Instagram. And, um, I've been, you know, asking questions daily, you know, questions, um, uh, regarding, relationships, um, our current idiotic president, Mr. Tangerine himself, and um, various other things, you know, just see what was going on in people's minds and how they see things, how they view things, and so on and so forth, you know, so um, it's pretty much, you know, freelancing all over the place. <clears throat> I've also learned that those who follow me on Instagram have a very, very, very wicked fucking way of thinking things out. So, that's right. To have me going for a minute. But, um, if you don't if you follow me on Instagram, all these please do. You know, um, like to hear people's opinions on certain things. You know, when I ask you, I got a real good question going, the topic going. You know, I want to see your input and future about. What you head at, so on, so forth. And, uh, and pretty much go from there. Um but aside from that, you know, um taking steps back, so recently, well, not too recently, excuse me, I'm full of gas right now, just keep dodging away um so lately, you know i've I've done episodes where... Everything based upon, you know, relationships and um, shit like that. It's not anything different, but just that, really, you know. And um, in the future, I'm going to pretty much get something different. And have it mix a little bit here and there. <clears throat> but I have been single for... Some time now. And I gotta tell you, you know, shit is different. And you know what I mean, because of the fact that, you know, uh, when you are accustomed to a routine daily, you know, and that routine consists of, uh, you know, constant phone calls. Text um communication is basically you know consistent and then you have the physical interaction part, you know, so you know, I aids and shit like that. You know, to so now it's where it's just like pulling your fucking thumbs, you know, like what do you do next? You know, it's like starting a new job. You you had a job for so long, and then when the shit comes, when it's like, fuck, you got something to fall over. You know, I think to me, that's like the the worst part um, when it comes to like a love life. You know, you are so accustomed to um, these things as far as your routine. And when the the cycle breaks, you are left to try to mend your original life back together again. Because now you're taking a person out of your life. And now it's filling that void in place of that. And this is one of the things I've actually done um, in the past. um, I created this podcast to fill a void because I just wanted to do it myself. You know, focus on certain things It'll, or just hone on something on one thing alone and play with that. Um recently I bought a drone. So I've been and doing photography a little bit here and there, you know, trying to learn certain things and take certain shots and so on and so forth. talking to my boy about it, and he's been giving me some tips on things and shit like that. So uh that's been kind of like my my void right there. That's filled with is a drone, um, but you know I find myself at times taking steps backwards, which I think is actually a move for everybody. You know you um, you're in a position where you're with somebody. Know, and it's so much going on between you and that person, you don't even have time to really think about what's your next move, your next thought. It's like an argument, so to speak. You're with somebody, you know, and you're arguing back and forth, and when the argument's done, you're like getting all these late income messages to your mind, like, "Oh shit, I should have said this, said that," and it's like you want the last word, but yet again, you're going back and just saying that I should have done this, or I should have done that, or. I should have said this, I should have said that type of shit. So now it's like I'm really having the time to really sit back and think about a lot of things that transpired during that time of me and my ex. And it's crazy because I see some things now that should have been a certain way. I didn't really focus on too much then. Or I was perhaps just blind to it. But now I'm thinking about it I'm like, damn, I did think this way. I should've done it this way. Or I should have said this. Or I could've done that. And and that should basically it's like a bunch of coulda, have, shoulda, have, would have, but I didn't. You know. Um you know and my early stages of this podcast, I was talking about um, my child's mother, you know, and I was giving her the utmost praise because as a mother to my firstborn, she is, you know, phenomenal. You know, I will always tell anybody, everybody that she's a great mother because we're not together. But we co-parent very really well for the most part, I would say. And like, you know, normal parents, you know, we, we bicker back and forth over things that probably made no sense to do so, but I know how I am, and I take things sometimes as I read them when it comes to a text. I don't really kind of like break it down. So, okay, well, was it coming from? Or what's the tone of this text? and should I, I just jump conclusions and say, you know what? Fuck you and da 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 to bullshit, and, and I shouldn't. But I think we all did it in the first place. But anywho, you know, um, so I I give her a lot of praise because it's facts. You know, um, my daughter is hers twenty four seven, uh, three sixty five, seven days a week. As to me, you know, my days off is when I have her her, you know, or if a game is coming up, I'll try to be there for her games and so on and so forth. But when I don't have her, her mother has her, you know, she does a very, 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 very great job with my daughter. I mean, I'm just, I'm I'm grateful in so many ways. It's ridiculous, you know. And um, I said before in early stages that we should have been married or we could have been married, so to speak, um, but I didn't follow through with that. So in my entire love life, I want to say a span of maybe, I don't know, uh, shit, 20 years maybe, so to speak, I've really thought about marrying two people. My child's mother was the first. Um, and then my recent ex. Now, um, you know, I take the marriage shit very serious because for starters, it's, it's your life. You are about to really, um, modify in a very, very big way. You know, you're talking about living with somebody day to day. Know and you guys go through changes together, and you guys go through troubles together. <laughs> Excuse me. So, in this case, you know, um, I I regret a lot of things. My past, my present, you know, and if I can change them, I would. Um, particularly. Um, I should have done things differently with my child's mother, and I did So, you know, um, that, that ship has sailed, and, and it is what it is, you know, we're, we're just cool as we are. I like it this way, you know, um, I care for a lot, until she's my child's mother, obviously, you know, and I do love her because she's my child's mother, and she does what she does for my daughter, and... We, like I said, we bigger at times and it is what it is. And you know, when that happens, it's like, you know, it's basically like fuck you It gives a shit type of bullshit. You know, it's just it's just animosity, whatever. You know, um but my ex, um, you know, it is it is um mm-hmm. I wish that would have went as I planned. Um, what I mean is basically is I, I wish that we were successful together in a way that would have brought us to become engaged and married. You married. Know, I've always had visions of how it would be with us together in the same house and out every day working and just being in the same house together. I've had that vision for a period of time. Um I, when she first asked me about it, you know, do I see her and I together forever? Initially I was like to myself, like, not really, but I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I do want that. I wanna see that. I'm curious, you know. Um but unfortunately it happened that way, you know, for a lot of reasons. And now it's like I'm left with this empty space. You know, um it's kinda hard to really jump back to dating somebody and then you wanna really start to move towards somebody. For me right now, it's, that's what it is. Um, I think I've probably joined like 3D Insights right now, currently. And right now, they're basically just a pastime by. Haven't met anybody, neither. Um, but I've had conversations. And I don't think I'm ready to meet anybody, period. I think I'm just on some real selfish type shit. Like, you know what? I'm gonna do me. But at the same time, like, if I want to be with somebody, honestly, this point in time, I'd rather, and this that I never really do. I always tell anybody with the back, never go backwards. You always go forward. But in this situation, at this current point in time, I would go backwards with my ex, hands down. You know, um, there's a lot of unfinished work there, you know, and there's a lot of potential there for us. We just couldn't tap into it for a lot of reasons. Um, She'll probably say, most on my part, and I'll, okay, I'll embrace that. But then, of course, it's vice versa for me, too, to her, so. That's that. But the question I'm gonna ask to those who listen to this is how do you how do you cope with being single suddenly? You know, give or take. If it's a year, two years, three years, four years, or more with somebody, and you guys just all out. What do you do to really like? How do you fill that void? What do you are you one of those who would jump to anything to anybody at any point in time just to just get your, your nut off or just go out and just have a good time? Like, how do you free your mind from the past to be basically put in the present? Because right now, that's where I'm at. I'm still in the past. My mind, I know I'm single. But. I'm still wishing, I'm still praying that, damn. You know, God, if you can. Bring her back to me so we can actually work on something. For the greater good. Leave all the bullshit behind and really just work on something because I feel like there's just so much there that I wanted to really give and let me say this because her and I even discussed this a few times was the gains of us together or the offering you know, what can you bring to the table? You know, what about the game being with you? I can even answer that question. You know, if you with somebody because the chemistry is good and you like that person and you love that person, the gains come together because now it's a goal at hand. The goal is, okay, we all live in, in this borough, I'm in this borough, let's, com, let's come together and then let's build. That's the gains I'm thinking about let's build together, build the foundation, which is us, make it strong, unbreakable, and then from new, we elevate one by one by one by one. You know, and then that's that. The question people say is, uh, you know, what can you bring to the table? You know, realistically, is what can you bring to a table with somebody? I mean, for me, I, I'm like, well, what was your past like? What did you experience in your past that this person, you know, I guess, put a sour taste in your mouth about? Um, what are you open to accomplish now that you didn't the first time or the last time, so to speak? You know, um. For me personally to bring it to a table. I'm trying to bring stability. To somebody's life. If I can. If it's not there. I guess that's my mission at hand. What are you missing about yourself. That I have. To help build you up. To make you. Feel like. You know, I'm somebody, or uh, I'm I'm worthy, or how you want to classify it. And I think, well, I'm gonna say I think I know. You know, people ask the question a lot, and I'm not one to ask that question because I'm looking for that. I'm looking for a person that I can say we are friends at first and pray if things don't go right for the future, we're friends after the fact. Um, Then, you know, you have, well, after that, basically, you know, um, friendship is a must. You know, um, my ex- tried to really be my best friend, you know she asked questions, she wanted not answer, she was curious about things and so on so forth and some things I think you know, in some ways I, I get it and it was pleasant to know. I think that sometime we both that. we both know. Knowledge, the tone, the delivery—you know—was not always what's supposed to be, and that's on both ends of the fence, you know. Um, But everybody's different when you do certain things. Um, But I'm gonna go back again, though. So I'm gonna ask this question one more time: You are involved with somebody. And you guys reached a year, two years, three years, three years plus, and you fall out. For whatever reason it may be, you guys just fall out. But the but the effect of you guys falling out is painful. You have so many questions. And you need answers, but you really kick them because you guys are not talking. How do you cope with that conclusion of losing someone you're with? Help me understand or show me how you do it. Because for me, I'm basically doing things like, hey, Um, I'm going to eat alone, guard alone, drop my daughter, whatever. Um, You know, I do that hobby thing, which is, like I said, my drone. Or that's it. You know, I'm basically trying to find a way to fill a void. But I can't let myself escape from the past where I'm currently stuck in. I want to be in the present, but I'm stuck in my past. And in my past, I'm stuck in, and I'm looking for signs to say it's going to happen again. I'm looking for signs that says, "Well, you know what? You're not going nowhere. She's not going nowhere. But it's going to happen again. And if it does, will it be for the greater good?" Well everything that we discussed before that I said, hey, I wanna get married, I wanna have a, another child. Will that happen? You know, that's the questions I have that I need answers for. Now you might be saying you're doing too much. Or you know, let the shit go and move the fuck. I can hear it, but it's not that easy. Like that's like a job. When you invest time into a job and that's all you know and nothing else, it's hard for you to actually move forward. Because you know nothing else. You can fix cars for a living. Easy. Laid off. Now you can't do it because lay the fuck off. Do it at home, maybe, yeah. So yeah. But that's not even the point I'm trying to make. How do you feel a void of losing someone you love? How do you feel a void after two years of being involved with somebody that you had an vision of we're gonna get married, we're gonna have kids, we're gonna have a house. Boom, that's life. How do you fill that void? So, if you have the answers to that, suggestions, ideas, whatever, I want to hear about it. If you want to tell me alone the message Motherfucker, you doing too much. Or let this shit go. Whatever you want to tell me, I want to know. And I'll tell you how you'll find me. Instagram. Simple. At keeping it going podcast. Simple. That's all it is. DM me. for requests. Shit, tell me something. I'm... Time to find out. Mm. And let me ask you these couple of questions after the fact. Because these questions are ask to those who follow me on Instagram. So, first question is, aside from the original, well, the last topic. Um, you have a partner, okay, and there is no specific time frame you guys been together. But the question is this, would you open up a joint account with your partner? Forget the time frame you've been together. Irrelevant. Only question I want you to answer is Would you open up a joint account with your partner? That's one. Now, of course I have more. Um It's just, you know, point of find them. Got one for you. Another one. Listen carefully. Because I think this is one of the things that I would say females take little too literal, literally, when involved with somebody. Emojis and relationships. Emojis and relationships, does a certain emoji, say again, does a certain emoji raise questions to you when in exchange between your partner and the person of the opposite sex? Now you say, which ones? Maybe you ask that question. I don't know. But I'm going to throw them out anyway. Kissing emoji. The heart eyes. Eggplant, a.k.a. the dick. The tongue. The water drops. But we know the last few I just mentioned are a little more like those will actually want to ask a breakup, a fight, whatever. So we're going to the generic shit. Two emojis only I'm actually focused on. Heart eyes and the kiss with the heart. Those two emojis. If your partner today went on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, social media, or even a text. And sent to somebody of the opposite sex. That's not family. Does it raise a question to you? Again, I want to hear your input. Please tell me. Instagram. Keeping it going podcast. Drop me a DM. You don't have to follow. just want to hear your thoughts. Now, let's see. Um, you know your partner very well. Scenario. You know where they go for hangouts, who their day ones are. Their schedule for work is like. You know their routine. God down pack. One day, two days, a week, something seems off. Something is out of place. You suspect they're cheating. But you really have no proof. So, you ask a question and the answer that you was looking for, you didn't get. So now you're still left. Curious. How far would you go. To confirm. Your suspicion. Of your partner cheating on you. How far would you go. Some people might even just say. You know what. I think. If they are cheating, it'll come to light. And when it does, I know it then. And move on with their life accordingly. Some might be like, you know what, well, depends on, I guess, how I found out. Social media, a friend, whatever. One or two most is going to be the case anyway. But I want to know, how far would you go to confirm your part cheating on you. So, you know, um. Sorry. Um so basically like that's that. You know, I've I've gave you a a small dosage of what has been going on and I've moved on to questions that I wanted to find out if you guys actually respond back to me and tell me what's what. Because I'm curious. And If you have a topic or a question you want to ask, please, by all means, please, shoot it away. Shoot your fucking shot. Because I will talk about it. How many of you now are dating somebody and you, uh, your parents don't condone or they don't like basically who you're with. If you don't have that problem right now, how you had in the past, and if you did, how'd you handle it? Because parents, between your parents, your mother and your father, the mother's usually the one that says, mm, No, you're not ready for my son. The fathers usually are like, well, if he's happy, let him live his life. But on both sides of the fence, I want to know from a male perspective: If your pops, if your mother told you, the son, son, she's a hoochie mama, she's ratchet, she's ghetto, I don't like her. How'd you handle it, ladies? If your father told you the guy you are with is a dickhead, or he don't like him, or he's a pussy, or he ain't shit, or whatever, how'd you handle with your pops? How do you tell your father that, no matter what he says or feels, live your life, whatever, how did you handle it? Both sides of the fence. I want to know. It's your boy. Instagram me. At keeping it going, podcasts. 2, 3 in the fucking morning. I got my coffee. I'm going to bed. I'll be in touch. A lot sooner than you fucking think. And, uh, as always, man, thanks for listening. Appreciate you. Be safe.